Okay, Hare Krishna. Uh, you know, please excuse me because I thought that, um, well, tomorrow is Prabhupada's disappearance day and I thought I would, but somehow it's, it's Prabhupada's disappearance there. So I'll, I'll say something briefly. I'm really sorry, it's a mix up. Omigana timurandasya gananjana shalakaya taksur militamyena tasmai shri gurave namaha shri chaitanya mano bishtam stapitam yena bhutale sayam rupakadamayam dadati sapadantikam vancha kalpa turubhyascha kripa sindhu bhayevacha Patitanam Pabhanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namonama, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Siyadvaita Gadadhar, Shivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Let me turn on the light. Okay. Well, greetings from Gogradan. Now remember, there's still some problem with my computer. So I'm using the iPhone. If it goes out after a few minutes, I'll go right back on. I really had some misunderstanding because I was planning this for Prabhupada's disappearance festival. I guess there's different different times and uh, it's there in New York now. Um, well, I think the first most important thing to understand it comes from Krishna's message to the gopis. And Krishna's message to the gopis is we're separated from God and we're separated from spiritual things, not by the eyes, by the mind. Because the, and, and that it, it says in the Sri Bhakti Sandarbha that just as Krishna, just as Krishna is not a, just a historical figure, the great souls are not just historical figures. And it means that by the mechanism of glorification and faith, you can approach them, they can reciprocate and you can have a relationship with them. Um, so sometimes on Prabhupada's disappearance festival, I, uh, you know, it, it's separation, it, it, it has some sense of sadness, but just like the gopis in that sense of separation, when your thoughts and mind and feelings become closer, you actually have more access to them than you usually do. Yeah, I'm going to speak tomorrow, and I, I thought one thing that I would focus on is how important it is not just to hear particular pastimes of Prabhupada, 
but or Krishna, but to hear them in a way where you are focused on what it says about their mind. Um, it's so important to understand the mind. In fact, the, the closest devotee of Lord Chaitanya, he's glorified because Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam, Mano, the mind of Bhishtam, he understood the secrets of the mind. So I thought there's one way to meditate on Prabhupada and not just meditate on the activities, but what it says about his heart. And I was there in the last days. And what impressed me the most in one sense, in Prabhupada's house, you couldn't get in to see Prabhupada. You had to go through a little room where his secretary was. And his secretary would give you specific instructions because Prabhupada hadn't eaten in, in six months, practically, just some pomegranate juice. So there was no fat between the bones and the nerves. And even one morning I was in there chanting my rounds and I heard Prabhupada scream, Hare Krishna, and, and his assistant asked me to help move Prabhupada's position in the bed. So even the environment had to be very, very much regulated. Even the cartels had to be played very, 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 very softly. Um, and, and, you know, Prabhupada's bedroom is in the back, but towards the last days, or last month or something, he moved his bed into his darshan area where he usually gave, in the beginning, he had like a little hall. And he opened up the, the doors 24 seven. Anybody could come to see Prabhupada. So, um, that was towards the very end. So it showed that, you know, when you're sick, you tend to become self-absorbed. But the first symptom of, a, of a, a spiritual person is you think of others before yourself. I even saw one book on, on Japa meditation that says you should think of others before yourself. That's actually the basic principle of spirituality. The false ego, is self-centered. It wants superiority. Superiority means control. It means the center. And, and you become narcissistic, where you look at the world in terms of your desires. So that's the tendency. But when Prabhupada became sick, you know, it was, he was so focused. He was so focused on others. Even one time in his room, I remember he couldn't eat, but he was specifically asking what the devotees were eating and, and, and how, what was the quality of what the devotees were eating. Um, 
So he had that kind of, um, yeah, and, and even, even uh, you know, I just got an article published in the, Vaisha, the Journal of Vaishnav Study, the premier academic journal. So, and it was about Krishna Leela, that particular journal. And I wrote about Prabhupada and the Brahma Vimohan Leela. And I, I, the title of the article was the final Leela. It wasn't the final Leela of Krishna. It was the final Leela of Prabhupada, his end days. And the significance of, if you see the scene, I mean, it was really quite amazing. He's on his bed, he's in pain. I saw him in, his, in the courtyard, in the back courtyard. Sometimes I come, there's only two or three people there. He's in um, very internal mood. He's not speaking. But he's laying on his bed. And I think this is very significant. And he's struggling. Because, you know, at the end, you realize you only have a certain amount of breaths. So you, 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 you can't... You can't he, he was doing an intense, and, and, and sometimes it says the most intense activity is mental activity, writing. It's, it's not that it doesn't exhaust you. Just because you're sitting down, there's something else that's working in such, um, such intensity. And he's sitting there and the commentaries are being read by Pradyumna. That means there's 10 commentaries read and Prabhupada has to assimilate them and then speak them in a realized way and communicate them in his purpose. And, you know, the scene was just, he, he barely can hear. They, they had to hold the microphone to him. And I always had this this wonder that one, I do believe they're, they're his deepest and most comprehensive purports, um, which is pretty astounding in itself. And then I was thinking why? He's not finishing the Bhagavatam. Why there is this struggle? It's like a finish line. And then I thought, because that message was so significant, and the message of Brahma Vimohan Lila was, Yagya Bhuk Bala Keli, that the person who is just playing there as a boy is Yagya Bhuk, he's God. And the Lila explains that because Lord Brahma himself, Vimohan, is confused about that point. And the point is, if you are confused about that point, you can't enter into Radha Krishna Lila because you're gonna confused about that point. How confused you're gonna be when you see the form of, of God's Lila in romance. So, and, and that whole particular story most demonstrably 
most demonstrably illustrates that particular point because Brahma is bewildered, he tests Krishna and then when he comes back, Krishna manifested in all the coward boys and calves down to their lunch baskets, their psychological proclivities, their dress and everything. And he becomes completely so bewildered. And then each form, Krishna manifests his, his Narayan expansion, his, his expansion as, as the creator of this world, the, 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 the maintainer of this world with four arms and and each form is surrounded by devotees doing kirtan. And then all his potencies like swabhav, karma, kala, time, personified, and each one. And the, the, the display, not just one, but every coward boy, every calf. It, it's too much for his senses and he goes blind and falls to the floor. Lord Brahma, who's the, the secondary creator of this universe, the chief engineer, the most brilliant person, the most powerful person, he falls to the ground. And then when he wakes up, it's Vrindavan and there's, it's just Krishna. It's not Krishna. I think Prabhupada and the purpose said, Krishna never falls down from the position of Krishna. Krishna is the highest. It's a Kila Rasamrita word. It's the full manifestation. So it's so demonstrably demonstrated. And understanding that, you can understand the next Leela because what happens now, the, the, all these pastimes are just Krishna as a boy near home. Now he gets the cows and he goes out to the forest. His body matures. The variety of pastimes increases. And then what happens? Then he sees the gopis. So Prabhupada struggles. You can sit right here, it's okay. I forgot I had class at five. I, I was doing Prabhupada's disappearance festival, but they celebrated the day before. I mean, just sit here, okay? So he, he so demonstrably demonstrates that. And I think Prabhupada struggled he wanted to give us that image to following the, the mood of the Bhagavatam that solidifying that concept, which Lord Brahma was bewildered about, but solidifying that concept so we won't be bewildered by Krishna as a young boy. Then he can go to the forest, he's away from the parents and so I, I was thinking that this was Prabhupada's mission and, and it's his mercy. And it also indicated in Prabhupada's mission and it becomes so relevant here in Govardhan that our mission is to progress and enter into Krishna's pastimes. And I'm here in Vrindavan and there are very humble, advanced Vaishnavas with deep levels of meditation on the highest level within Prabhupada's circle of devotees. There's no doubt about that. But here's another thing that I realized. 
after Prabhupada finishes translating this, then an amazing thing happens. Prabhupada says, take me to Govardhan. Prabhupada says, take me to Govardhan. So not only is Prabhupada preparing us in the Leela, in his final Leela, struggles the final thing, that we should not be bewildered. We should understand that this boy is God because you're going to see Krishna's romance because the next pastime is when Krishna leaves towards Govardhan because he goes out to the forest. He's not in Govardhan before that. So the next pastime, he goes to Govardhan. And what does Prabhupada do? Prabhupada goes to Govardhan, wants to go to Govardhan. So I, I think this is an important part of Prabhupada's Leela that he wants us to go to Govardhan, not just physically, but he wants us to enter into the essence of Krishna consciousness and, 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 and deepen our, our, our lives internally. And I think that's kind of the mood here. I'm seeing these beautiful retreat centers being developed. Yeah, come in. I, I I didn't understand that it was Prabhupada's disappearance. So, so sit here, I'll finish this up at six and then we'll go in and we'll do Chaitanya Shartan. But sit, if you need chairs, do chairs. Very good, come in. Move over here so you see me. I'm only here because I forgot to. Okay. I'm still with, I just came from Rana. Great. Okay. Turn on the lights there, too. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah. Okay. That's good. So, anyway, I, I'm also thinking this point of glorifying Prabhupada, not for just what he did, but what his mind is. And specifically, um, kind of his, 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 how he did things for others out of compassion, without personal consideration. We are immersed in personal consideration. Our anxieties, our, our ambitions, our, our hates, our disturbances. So he's so focused on that. And I think one great example, which I was there, I think it's an amazing example, is Prabhupada was so ill. Prabhupada was so ill that they made a special, he wanted to go out on darshan. He couldn't really talk. They made a special uh, Gangadhar, the carpenter, who I knew well. They made a special, um, like a rocking chair, but it had, they were like, um, more like a palaquin. Okay, come in. 
it's it's more like a palanquin. And one person in the back and one person in the front. And they, they would carry Prabhupada up from his room and they'd bring him, why don't you come up so I can see you? It's just, and usually I'm there, but my phone is not charging. Yeah, it's good. So um, they would carry Prabhupada out every day and he was very grave. Grave means you don't understand the person's mind. It's one of the qualities of Krishna. When, when Lord Brahma was giving all his prayers of forgiveness and everything, he kept on looking at Krishna, you know, because, you know, when you ask forgiveness, you look at the person to see if they're kind of smiling or nodding, nothing. He humbled Lord Brahma. So Prabhupada is very grave and he had these designer glasses, huge pink designer glasses, which was given to him by a disciple who was the daughter of a US Senator. So like a kind of more aristocratic and Prabhupada kind of wore it for the sun, but they were pink sunglasses. And then Prabhupada would come under the tree. And when he'd come under the tree, they would do kirtan. And there was one kirtanir he liked called Sachinandana, a Bengali. The Madanga was practically dead, but he had such a sweet melodic voice. And Prabhupada would sit under Krishna Balaram and he would, he would sit under Krishna Balaram and he would just, just listen to the kirtan. But you couldn't tell because it was not like he was interacting with anybody. Then Tamal Krishna Maharaj had this idea that they wanted, they were afraid that Prabhupada could leave at will and that he, he didn't want to stay anymore in the world. And it's not difficult not to want to stay in the world, especially when you're the head of an institution and so many people are screwing up. And as Rabindra Sharup Prabhu said, the problem with ISKCON in the early days is that Prabhupada was the only adult. So I, it must have been not an easy thing. And he also at the, had told his disciples, you know, I just want to give up management so I can do near John Bhajan. Prabhupada said that. Bhajan or worship means near John without any people. He wanted to do near John Bhajan. So Prabhupada, I want to do near John Bhajan. But anyway, Tamal Krishnamarts thought that maybe if Prabhupada went to the West, he would, you know, preaching would give him life. So he had this plan, and it was an amazing plan. At that time, this is a confident, uh, no one will understand this. You know, there were great Madanga, there were great musicians in the, in the, in the movement. Dinanath, Vishnu, John, you know, there's so many, Agni, Dave. But one of the best Madanga players in the whole movement, was an overweight 10-year-old 
American boy who is a bit of a crybaby. He, he is the most unlikely person, but he was one of the best Madunga players in the movement. So Tamal Krishnamaraj called this boy in. His name was Mark Andea. And he said to him, you know, I think Prabhupada's, you know, getting a little more energy. So what we're going to do is, because Prabhupada can only have one small cartels. It was too much pain. You're a doctor, so you know if people are very sick, especially Prabhupada had no fat between his nerves and his bones. He couldn't hear loud sounds. It would be very disturbing to him. So the instructions, when you went into Prabhupada's room, Tamal Krishnamaraj gave very soft cartels and very melodic. He said, no, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari, 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 Ram. He said, no, he said, very melodic. That's why they like Sachinandan. He, he sung so melodically. And Prabhupada just said gravely. Came out at nine o'clock. So he told him, when, he told him, when I give an indication like this, just increase the Madunga slightly. And I'll look at Prabhupada, if he's responding, then I'll do a little more. So I'm, I'm in the temple and I, I, I heard that this was happening. And at a particular time, Tamal Krishnamaraj went like this, a little more like this. And the kirtan got so like slightly, he just added a little bit. I don't know what Tamal Krishnamaraj saw because I was looking at Prabhupada. The Prabhupada, it could have been so slight, like, you know, something. And after about five minutes, he went like this. And the kirtan, the Madanga got a little bit more. And he waited about 10 minutes more. He watched Prabhupada. I don't know what he saw. And it became a little bit more. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, it exploded into the, you know, a real, at that time, ISKCON meant Americans. What's going on there? What? Who? Okay. Heidi Bo. Hi. Okay. 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 I'm getting. When are you going? Are you going to stay today? No. Okay, good. Sit down. All right. No, better in the back that the translation is, and, and she moves up. Okay. Okay. So... So all of a sudden, this kirtan burst out 
And the person I remember is, is when V.P. Govindaswamy, he used to play American football and he used to be a lineman in Tennessee. Because, you know, he was like big. The lineman against him on the other side was about 6'4". Was the first big book distributor in Iskand named Budimanta Khan. I saw him with huge wampers jumping up and down. And, and then we were stunned. And then the message comes that Prabhupada's leaving for the West. And uh, on the disappearance day of Rupa Goswami, that's in August. And we went out in front of the guest house and then Prabhupada's carried out to the front where the samadhis are, but out there's no samadhis and his car is waiting. And then this member of parliament who is a friend of Prabhupada and lived in Vrindavan came, his name Vishwanshan said, and said, don't do this, this is suicide, you can't let him go. So the image of Prabhupada going to the West <laughs> in that condition. So I thought, what, what's, what's his mind, right? What's his mind? When you're sick, you get so self-absorbed. Mm -hmm. It's also interesting that, it's also interesting that he, a nice example, he said, never take me to the hospital. I'm not dying with tubes in my body. And we also saw, we also saw, um, you know, realization, because realization means not that you just understand something, but you actually see it. Because I remember when he first came back the first time when he was going to leave his body. The first time when he was going to leave his body, he came back from Rishikesh suddenly. He was there to recover his health. He was there to recover his health. And all of a sudden his legs swelled up and there was a storm and the shutters, the wood shutters. He was staying in a place called Ganga Darshan. Where are the children? They're okay? Okay, as long as they don't come here now as long as they stay on the other side. Okay, because, yeah. So, um, so when he came back, when Prabhupada came back, we greeted him and there weren't that many people here. And then next to where he sat, he couldn't sit on the floor anymore. He was sitting on a chair. I don't know, maybe there's 20, 30 people. And a really interesting thing, Prabhupada started to think, which uh, I thought was real significant. He started to think of one disciple who just passed away. His name is Jayananda. He's on the Vaishnav calendar. And, and a little softer, just because I need a little more concentration here. And uh, 
Prabhupada kept on saying, he helped me so much, he helped me so much. He was kind of like the only non-hippie that joined. And I think he had an engineering degree. He gave Prabhupada $5,000 to print the nectar of devotion. So I, I was sitting there and I was thinking, wow, how do you do that? How do you get into someone's heart? How do you get into Prabhupada's heart? That's the secret of bhakti. How do you get into Krishna's heart? When you sincerely serve. Service is the manifestation of, of love. That's why Prabhupada said devotional service, bhakti. He didn't just say an emotion. He said it's an emotion that's expressed. And I give that definition of bhakti as um, bhakti is best expressed by seva, which is loving responsiveness to the Lord through the faculties of the mind, body, and words. So you express your, your love by service. And that, and what does that do? That invokes in the other person affection for you. And then, and, 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 and when, you, when, when someone has affection for you, you enter in their hearts. But then Prabhupada said with realization, and this is important, and we saw it, he said, but if one is going to leave the world, let him come to Vrindavan. And he said, everything is here, the Jamuna and the white sands of Raman Reti. He said, but if one had, but, he said, but then he said this with such realization, but what is death but a change of body? What is death but a change of body? And then he quoted, As the embodied soul passes from boyhood to childhood, to Suddenly at the time of death, they take another. The self-realized soul is not bewildered by such a change. So we actually saw that. But it was said with realization. So even though Prabhupada came at that time to leave and was in the condition that he should not move, there'll become a point in everyone's life where you're in one place and you're not moving again. It's happened to Satsuru Maharaj. He, that's it. He's upstate, you know, he's not traveling any place. He's 82 years old, he's got medicine and things. That's it, it's pretty heavy because you really lose control. I saw my mother, you know, at a particular time, that was it, one place. Keshava Bharti Maharaj is not here this year. You know, maybe, who knows? You know, he's getting old. So that was it. Prabhupada was here. And he said that, if you have to die, then let leave Vrindavan. And then he leaves. And then he leaves. And then he comes back. And when he comes back, somehow I'm by the side gate. He came back by Mumbai and by train. And then he comes in the side gate by the guest house. 
in Brahmananda's hands, who is huge, former wrestler, heavyweight wrestler, like Haridas Thakur in the arms of Lord Chaitanya. And then just before Prabhupada's to go into his room, he turns and looks at us and folds his hands. And with such realization, quotes this verse from King Kulashekar, Krishna Tvadiya Parapankaja Pankarajam Adyevame Vishatume Manas. Let me die now when the swan of my mind is entangled with the lotus of your feet. Otherwise, how at the time of death, when I'm choked up with mucus and bile, will I remember you? And then, uh, yeah, he's, he's in his room and he opens it up completely. Because I remember it used to be, and what they did is they opened it up through the back. Because one time, Prabhupada's godbrother, Akinchana Krishna Das Babaji, who Prabhupada said was a Paramahamsa, the highest, he was in the front door, but it was locked. And then Bibi Govinda Swami said, No, you go around the back. So he went in. And then Bibi Govinda Swami went to look and see what was happening. And he heard Prabhupada say, Tandara Charana Seva Bhakti Sanivas Janame Janame Hoy A Abilas Tandara Charana Seva Bhakti Saniva. I want the association of the pure devotees, life after life. And then, um, then um, you know, Prabhupada tried to, I think there was Kirtan for Prabhupada and there weren't that many people. If you went, I went into his room early because my service started at 4.30 in the morning. So I had to go before then, otherwise I was busy all day. And then, well, I also thought it was interesting too, and I was mentioning this at the beginning, Prabhupada finishes writing the Brahma Vimohan Lila, which establishes this point more vividly than any place in the Bhagavatam that this young boy is God. Brahma is bewildered by it. But this story is so you will not be bewildered by that. Because the next thing is Prabhupada goes out and he meets the gopis. The next chapter is when the first interaction with the gopis are. And, and of course he's going out, now he's, he's mature. It's a greater variety of pastimes. So he enters 
So then Prabhupada says, I want to go to Govardhan, which is also a very, very significant thing because Prabhupada didn't reveal his spiritual form in Krishna Lila. He could not do that at the world Acharya because he was going to spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. And this Radha Krishna's pastimes has a history of being abused because it's romance. So people enter it and imitate it and meditate on it cheaply. So what to speak had happened in India if Prabhupada was Radhe Radhe and then Krishna consciousness spreads all over Rusia. What to speak of, of what people would take and think and do and Radhe, Radhe, Radhe. So he's very reserved, expertly. He gave everything, couched it in the philosophy, and at the same time protected it from misunderstanding by himself not overtly displaying any internal symptoms of that kind of mood. Although everything's in his books, the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So I think it's also very, very significant that at the end, Prabhupada says, take me to Govardhan. Very significant. Because it's something he hadn't really displayed overtly. He, he, he concentrated on service and stay within the career. Because he established Radha Krishna deities all over the world. He established Krishna Balaram. He gave the Krishna book. He gave the Chaitanya Charitamrita. But he was so expert not to allow people to become sahajya, to take things cheaply. But the expertise, at the same sense, he's pointing us there. Because of his heart. Where was his heart? What was Prabhupada's mind? Take me to Govardhan. One time I was in front of the Krishna Balaraman uh, here and in front of Iskan and this saintly mother Srimati comes in. Very saintly, advanced, spiritual. I said, what are you doing here? I said, why are you coming here? Prabhupada left in Vrindavan. But she said, but he eternally resides here. And, and it doesn't mean she realized it, or but understanding that all our acharyas are by Radha Kund, Raghunath Das Goswami, Vishwanath Chakravarti, they all have their samadhis there. And it's it's the etern, it's the aspiration. So the fact that Prabhupada said that, take me to Govardhan. And in the commentary of the Putana story, 
when Krishna sucked out her life affairs, she dropped her facade as a beautiful nurse and revealed her true form as a big Rakshasa demon. So the commentator, commentators say that at the end of one's life, one tends to, and maybe you have experience with this in, in, as a doctor, they drop their facade, they may say things, they may apologize like they never say, they may express something like they never. So it says, at the end of life, people let down their defenses and their true self could, could, could manifest. So in the same way, <laughs> I felt that this was a little bit what Prabhupada was doing towards the end, take me to Govardhan. It's very Rasika. <laughs> you know, if he said that when he was like in the beginning of the movement, half the movement would be out in Govardhan, getting confused. <laughs> so he said, take me to Govardhan. And of course, you know, the Ayurvedic doctor, I think interceded and said this would be suicide for someone in this condition. Prabhupada wanted to go on a bullock cart. I remember Trivikram and, and, and Lokanath Swan went out to get a bullock cart. That would have been suicide. But then at the very, very end, the very, very end, I somehow was in the room. Everyone was in the room. Can you believe that all of, of everyone could fit in the room? Everyone in the project can fit in the room. And then there was kirtan. And generally kirtan is call and response, except when someone's leaving the body. It's just constant chanting. And then Prabhupada left, but it was crowded around his bed. But the moment he left was so profound that it was one mind that experienced it there. Everyone knew the exact moment. I remember Bhakti Trumaraj was behind his bed like an angel. Like he had his hands folded, like kind of in an understanding that Nitya Lila Pravishta, Om Vishnu Pad. Nitya Lila Pravishta, Pravishta means entered into Nitya Lila. And then, uh, yeah. And then I remember 10 days, 11 days after Prabhupada passed and they have the ceremony because there's this kind of duality when someone leaves. What's the tragedy? <laughs> the soul's eternal. It's glorious person enters into Krishna's Nitya Lila. Oh, all the problems, all the relationship problems, all every the world and this and insulting this and that and he did this to me and she did this to me. And, and it, it just goes on and on and on. Nitya Lila Pravishta. Nitya, entering into the Nitya Lila. So many management headaches for Prabhupada. 
amazing. Can you imagine Prabhupada <laughs> managing the world? There's, there's no communication. So they, 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 they give Prabhupada facts that there's a huge problem in Australia. Prabhupada said, okay, I'll be there in six months. <laughs> Faith in Krishna. Huh? He wasn't the controller, right? Did his duty dependent on Krishna. And all these people he had to manage. Did you see the, the early films of Prabhupada in 26-2nd Avenue? Where Kirtananda says, I'm a gopi. And, and Achyutananda is saying, we're low, we're high on a low platform. And they, and, and they, they back, they, they, they back the interview is Professor Hopkins, who went there in the early days, they didn't know what they were talking about. I mean, it was, I, I, I always tell this story that was amazing. The Prabhupada gave sannyas to Yasodhanandana and Guru Kripa. I think when they were 22 years old or something. And then they go to South India to defeat all the other philosophies. And then they, he told me that he was with the, the, the Madhva Acharya, Pedra Swami. And then he challenged him and he had a French Canadian accent. He said, what are the three aspects of the absolute truth? That's <laughs> and the page of Swami was laughing. Look, look at these kids, right? Prabhupada had to have so much faith, right? In Krishna, if, if he was the controller, he had all these young people. And I wrote an article called, there's a, there's a, a uh, a book called Lord of the Flies about kids being stranded on an island and one guy, Ralph, becomes in charge. It's like, he's so immature, but because he's the oldest, it's, and, and, and when Prabhupada, he, he once said that, uh, he once said that, um, Prabhupada once said that, my God brothers criticized me, but one thing they were right about. He said, I gave young people sannyas. He said, but what can I do when there are no trees in the forest, the castor oil tree looks big. Castor oil tree is very easy. Okay, probably giving these young men sannyas and, and I'm listening now to these early tapes of Prabhupada when I do my puja. And it's embarrassing to hear the questions of these young devotees. <laughs> no one knew what they were. I, I, I was listening to one that was really thinking about, Prabhupada was very sick and they were having this um, conference, a Gita conference, and the Gurukul used to have a hall. So they rented the hall. And Bhavananda and Tamal Krishnamaraj were complaining to Prabhupada. You know, Prabhupada, you know, they have this hall. And they're all Mayavadis. Prabhupada said, yes, all everybody Vrindavan is Mayavadis. And he said, but we're not just worried about this. But in Mumbai, they have a hall. And they're going to rent it out to, you know, Hollywood artists and, and, and these people. And then Bhavananda said, yes, Prabhupada. He said, and even the vibration. And Prabhupada said, but you know, we'll, we'll charge something for it. And they were arguing with Prabhupada, but not in a bad way. 
but Prabhupada like empowered them and allowed them to give feedback. So Prabhupada, and Prabhupada was very sick, so he couldn't say much. He, he said, maybe we should charge. And and then and they, they went on Prabhupada, um, the vibration in the air will ruin the whole temple. You know, it, you know, even you have the vibration of these Maya bodies and this, and they were going on and making, yes, Prabhupada, I don't think we should do this. And they were saying everything they thought that Prabhupada would agree with them. You know, and they were put, you know, and they kept on going on like, yes, and you know, maybe our own people can do it, but we don't have the people to do it. And it's going to sit empty, but Prabhupada, I think purity is the force. And they went on and on. And then and the end, Prabhupada said, but we need the money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was just. You know, it, it was just watching it, this this whole thing go on. You know, with uh, and uh, yeah, and, and then I, I I guess I'm when I first saw Prabhupada was in '71 when he arrived in the airport, which is called JFK. Yeah, okay. It was JFK then. When I grew up, it was called Idlewild Airport. It was JFK. And there was no TSA. The devotees could go in. And, and Prabhupada would often say, and it was true because a lot of the American boys and girls were hippies, which meant basically they're from good families because they have to work. <laughs> Not like that, but it was America was so opulent then. You didn't have to work in America. And visiting some friends, they were in Hollywood, they had an apartment. That must be a fortune now. They weren't even working. My brother initially was driving a taxi. He was living in the Lower East Side with his girlfriend. <laughs> America was so kind of wealthy. Um, I lost my train of thought. Anybody help me? Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, so Prabhupada, Prabhupada would say these beautiful American boys and girls. And it was true, the devotees were so handsome and, and ladies were beautiful, and they were all wearing flowing robes and then the airport. So I, I hitchhiked from well, I was working in the summer and I hitchhiked to the airport. So I hitchhiked to the airport and I'm there and, and Baba Ananda, who was with Andy Warhol, was a very charismatic leader. And he was a leader and he instructed the devotees, when Prabhupada comes, the kirtan should be very melodic, very melodic. And then the plane alighted on the top floor and they come down the stairs. So they let everybody comes Then Prabhupada comes and the devotees are doing kirtan. And I remember the melody. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama. And, 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 and they're coming down, and Prabhupada's coming down. And then Prabhupada waves like this. 
And I tell this as a joke, but it's no joke. I was reading the teachings of Lord Chaitanya and they had 26 qualities of a pure devotee. But there was one quality I could never figure out. Offenseless. Because in New York, that's how you express love is by insulting people. So I never could figure out what this means, offenseless. But then when I saw Prabhupada wave his hand, I thought, yeah, this is, this is offenseless. And then Prabhupada came down and in the New York Daily News, which was the newspaper, which the largest daily circulation in the world before internet, five million copies a day. And their, their, their feature was the centerfold of pictures. They were all Prabhupada. The whole centerfold was Prabhupada. And you know, they have cute things like there's a river in America called Swanee River, Swanee. And there's a famous song, this old, the famous singer, Al Jolson, like the most famous singer, like in the early 1900s, you sing a song, Swanee, Swanee, how they love you, how they love you, how they love you, how they love you. So that it showed a picture of Prabhupada and it said, Swami, Swami, how they love you, how they love you. And then there's a picture of Prabhupada walking like so aristocratic. And they literally wrote, of course, the two pages. 108, Astatata Sata, CC Mod, AC Bhaktivedanta Swami, Tridandi Swami Prabhupada. And then they wrote at the end, what a trip. And then I always tell this kind of story, which is interesting. My parents really didn't like me to go to the Hare Krishnas. And on the 11 o'clock news, they're watching. And uh, there I am, <laughs> dancing with the devotees. And then there was a famous newscaster called Harry Reasoner. And then they said, and now, hooray, Reasoner, with the news. Um, anyway, I think uh, that's what I'll do today. Um, I wasn't really um, prepared. Um, I wasn't really prepared because uh, I didn't know I was giving this because they, they celebrate today. Anyway, we'll end for today. Should have brought Okay, we're going to go.